Welcome to the F3 American Yammer podcast, where we give the men of F3 a chance to tell their story as they've transitioned from sad clown to high impact man. I'm Short Circuit, and each week I'll be joined by another member of F3 who is willing to step up and share his story. So, without further ado, here's today's show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of F3 American Yammer. I am your host, the shortest of all possible circuits, short circuit, on the nation's fourth best podcast at four, <laughs> American Yammer. Uh, today I am excited to have Utters on the podcast, so Utters, welcome. Oh, thank you. Um, so a quick disclaimer before we get started. Utters and I might seem a little, little spacey. I believe we're both fasting in preparation for today's Westover Church Man Meal. That is correct. Yeah. So I probably need to go the next six to eight hours with not eating anything, maybe drinking a little water. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I probably need to go for another five-mile run. So. <laughs> I'm fully preparing for meat sweats. I plan to bring a couple towels if necessary. But, what's, the, uh, what's the Friends episode where jo- Joey has the uh, what stre- stretchy, pa- stretchy pants? Yeah. Is that what they're called? Right. Yeah. Probably need to might get, need get ready. bring some of those tonight. Yeah. yeah. No, this, is, this should be good. Um, but I am glad that you're on the podcast, so thanks again for joining us. Yeah, thanks for the invite. All right, so let's jump right in. Name Arama, name, age, F3 name. Hospital name, Richard Poindexter, age, 45, F3 name, Utters. Utters. Now, how long have you been in F3 Greensboro Packs? I have been in the F3 Greensboro Packs for just over four years now. Four years. Okay, so, so not a Redwood, though. No, not a Redwood. Okay, close enough. Well, are we at five? Five years? We're going to hit five years in October. October. Okay. So you can close. Yeah. Um, okay. So you've been been four years. So you've seen it grow then over the over the course of the past four years. Uh, absolutely. Okay. And now where where do you where do you typically post? Now I'm, I'm going to caveat this question. I know you you kind of had some uh, some changes. I'll say changes of heart with the Natville <laughs> Summer Challenge, right? That, that yeah. have recently come about, but. If, uh, let's say before that, where would we typically find you? So typical week for me, um, I would say Tuesdays, I'm pretty loyal to going to Cadet Lab mm-hmm. over in Oak Ridge, a.k.a. Southern Virginia, um, where you don't have to have your passport stamped to come back into Greensboro. <laughs> uh, I will sometimes, though, on Tuesdays, I do like to mix it up a little bit, go to Shake and Bake, because I do like to run. I know that shocks uh, everyone that's in Greensboro. Uh, Thursdays, uh, normally, uh, cadets shuffle. Uh, do like to, though, go to Sad Clown Killer, since that seems to be the closest uh, workout to my house. Saturdays, uh, most Saturdays you'll find me at Nordic Tract. And then Sundays, um, do like to venture into town. Uh, go to Soul Crusher. Um, in the springtime, when uh, Crawl Space and I talked, we had a little uh, Western Soul Crusher, a little pop-up uh, AO for a couple of months uh, over in the Cardinal. But um, that's a typical week for me. Gotcha. Okay. Well, good. And that way, if guys know, want to know where to find you, and or if, even if nothing else, just to confirm that you do indeed run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. They can find you shaking big. So let's talk about life before F3. So where was your uh, fitness leading all the way up from birth? <laughs> <laughs> uh, from you know early age right up until that first workout. What did fitness look like for you? Oh wow, how much time do we have? Um, so I've always been fairly active. I mean, as a child, I played football, basketball, baseball. 
basketball was always my first love growing up. I mean, I played that all the way through high school. Wasn't good enough to play on the high school team, but would play, you know, rec leagues, church league. I mean, just have always loved basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really come into running until high school. Um, 10th grade year, uh, found out about cross country, and I thought, you know, that sounded fun. Uh, and for 10th, 11th, and 12th grade, absolutely loved it. And then once I went to college, um, you know, I've heard on the podcast, you know, guys talking about the freshman 15, freshman 20, that was a yes for me. I mean, I just <laughs> stopped being nearly as active as I, as I was in high school. So definitely packed on a few pounds there. Um, and the room, then really once I got out of uh, – college and started working I mean I would I mean I would you know like to play golf still like to play basketball some you know still like to exercise a little bit at the gym but it really I mean honestly it probably wasn't until around 2010 where I really felt like I was getting kind of back into a a true consistent exercise regimen and what happened was that my work our CEO I mean we're kind of in the heart of the economic downturn and he kind of challenged our uh, the people in our company to get in better shape. So he lost, I think, 30 to 40 pounds. And then at our office here in Greensboro, we had a small gym in our building. So he had a trainer come in a couple times a day to uh, work out the employees. And, I mean, a lot of the stuff that, um, I, I mean, I know we'll get to this here in a minute, but I was not particularly intimidated by some of the stuff we did at F3 because of some of the stuff we did during these workouts. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't want to get a... Uh, go down a rabbit hole here, but I mean, some of the stuff was just straight up crazy. I mean, of course, <laughs> some of the stuff we do at F3 is a little crazy too, but in, in essence, it definitely, I mean, prepared me, I think, mm-hmm. for F3. Um, so running, I kind of was starting to get back into right about the time I started F3. I'd done a half marathon, I think, the year before. I'd done 10K, I think, once or twice, but um, I mean, the fitness piece was developing, mm-hmm. um, but um I think it's certainly improved since I started doing F3. Gotcha. Okay. So you'd already kind of had most of the sports, basketball, running kind of being predominant tapers off during college, freshman 15, but then you start to pick it back up kind of as you get get closer to your, your uh, I'll say your, your D-Day moment with F3, right? Yeah. All right. So let's talk about fellowship. So what was kind of the nature of your relationships um, growing up and, and leading up to F3? What did, what did fellowship look like for you? So, I mean, uh, fellowship for me, I mean, I had some friends. I, I mean, um, you know, I grew up in Winston-Salem, just uh, west of Greensboro. I had a group of guys that uh, I was close with pretty much all growing up. You know, you go to college, you know, you kind of lose touch with some people. Uh, you know, graduate from college, uh, came back to Winston for a year. A lot of my friends were still there, so kind of reconnected. Um, after, I guess I was out of college about a year, I moved up to Western North Carolina, lovely city of Asheville where I lived for two and a half years. Uh, worked in a little town called Old Fort. Um, got to be close with a lot of my co-workers up there. Made some you know, great friends up in Asheville and then moved to Guilford County 20 years ago when my job moved me here. Mm-hmm. And um, really, you know, for the fellowship piece, um, uh, the church that Short Circuit and I go to now, I started going there 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I got in a Bible study there with a group of guys. We were all, you know, single you know, mid to late twenties. And it was probably, you know, one of the more impactful, I mean, groups of men I think I'd ever been around up until the time that I did F three. I mean, we'd there's ten or twelve of us that meet on Monday nights and I mean, do a Bible study and, you know, we'd get real about, you know, our lives and, you know, kind of what's going on. A lot of times what 
happens with uh, with F3. So I mean, I certainly had that piece before F3, but it's definitely uh, talk about this in a minute. But certainly changed a bit since I started doing F3. Yeah, yeah. All right. So so it seemed like the fellowship piece. You were never never without some close friends nearby. If if even if nothing else, kind of early on having some of those close friends that you grow up with. But then being able to develop those relationships as you've moved around, and then likewise too, kind of with the Bible study here that you that you joined over at Westover. But I, but I certainly, you know, I can certainly identify with a lot of the stuff I've heard on the podcast. A lot of guys saying they have, you know, you get friends because they're husbands of your wife's friends, yeah. or you know the however however you want to define it. But I mean, yep. yes, I've had a lot of that too. Gotcha. It's a lot of proximity, proximity relationships, right? Exactly. So. Let's talk about the the third piece of this now, the the faith piece, and so and part of that you already kind of alluded to with some of the Bible study, but yeah. um, really kind of and and we'll open it up as well as as I have done, and say where were you regarding your faith, not only just kind of from a um, we'll say a religious perspective, but then also from your sense of something greater than yourself, sort of outward facing rather than inward facing and your sense of impact within the community, even if that community being small? So, um, I mean, just to be real with everybody, I mean, I you know, accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior when I was uh, seven years old. I grew up in the Southern Baptist Church. Um, and, I mean, it's, it's always been a part of my life. I mean, I think, as anybody will tell you, that, um, you know, considers themselves a Christ follower. I mean, you go through... You know, the peaks and valleys. I mean, I, I've certainly gone through times where I've, you know, I felt like my faith has been very strong, and I felt like times where I've, you know, really struggled with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely been impactful. Uh, you know, the church that uh, I go to, I've been there now for 18 years, and I've gotten involved in, you know, a lot of different things. And it's definitely, um, and I think having children too definitely grows it. I mean, you see kind of the impact that, I mean, God can have on your life, but then you can see the impact that he can have on others' lives. And it really, I think, as believers in Christ, we're called to, I mean, you know, go out into the world and, you know, share the good news of Christ. And I mean, it definitely, it's it's something where you want to, you definitely want to impact your, the world around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, and, that, and that's great, too. I mean, and that's something that we've heard from, from many of the guys on the podcast as well, is that, you know the the faith piece um, is already fairly strong, kind of coming into it, and especially with what you're saying, right? You're 45, 38 years of of being a Christian now, and and already having kind of that faith background. Um, it's not like that was. It's not like it was fresh. It's not like F three exposed you suddenly to it to yeah. a new uh, perspective. But definitely, um, you know, I could see how the with what you brought up, that sense of recognition in this can be impacting. This can, especially having kids, right? This can be impacting and seeing that impact your kids and potentially the the community around you is definitely, um, it makes a difference, right? And especially kind of in the the platform of F3 as well. Okay, so we sort of painted the picture now, right? Of of where you were. So you had already kind of had the sports, the fitness, uh, basketball, um, I'll say go Duke. I don't know if that, I don't know if that ruffles your feathers or not. Um, just don't say go heels. We're good. So, <laughs> um, so you've already got the 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 sports piece, the the fitness in the background that was starting to go on the upward trend or accelerating. Um, you had some close friends 
you also kind of recognized within yourself sort of the, the proximity relationships that were that could have been developed and you saw some of those but with a recognition also of having close friends through Bible study and, and through faith. And then in that respect, uh, the faith piece of, of recognizing the impact that it potentially has, not only within the family, but within the community. Okay, so that sort of paints the picture of where you were before. Let's talk about the first workout. So first off, who's the culprit? Who, who EH'd you? So as many of you who have been on the podcast have said, Explosion is the culprit Dude, with me. We got, we got to get him on. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, ha- he has to be on the podcast now. So um, my first post was, and I had to look it up on the F3 website because I, I knew about the time it was, but I wanted to get the date correct. It was Wednesday, May 20th, 2015. But honestly, I think Explosion worked on me for a good two to three months before I finally posted. And I mean, just to kind of give you a little history with me and Explosion. So I've known him and his wife since uh, our daughter was born. And I remember they had just moved to town. And, you know, we had, one of the things that our church does is, you know, they'll have meal signups for when you have a baby. So, I mean, before we had kids, I thought, well, yeah, that's nice, you know, something nice to do. And then after you have your first child, you realize, man, this is really nice. This is awesome. <laughs> So I come home from work one day, and there's this stranger sitting in our house talking to my wife, holding our daughter, and I was like, who is this? So she introduced herself, and it's Explosions M. Mm -hmm. And I just remember thinking at the time, like, wow, what an awesome family. I mean, they don't know us from Adam, and they're just, I mean, literally just moved to town, and they're bringing us a meal. So I remember kind of making a mental note at that time. I was like, okay, one, I really like these people, and then two, if they ever need something, we're going to say yes. So a couple years later, the... They're working on something at church, asked for our help, and yeah, the immediate answer to that was yes. So, I mean, we've had a good relationship with them for a while. So, I think it was probably about February of 2015, Explosion starts talking about F3, how it's you know impacted him, how it's impacted these other guys, and I just didn't want to hear it at the time, because one, I'd run a half, my first half marathon the year before, messed up my IT band, and I was just irritated about that. So the next year I was like, okay, I'm going to focus on running, I want to get, you know, do a good job of this race, but... Explosion just kept talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. Finally, I was just like, all right, enough. I'll go post. Just please leave me alone. So, and then in true, yes. And then in true explosion fashion, he is not able to come to my first post. So he's EH me for all this time and then he can't come. So nails and surge though. I mean, they've been coming for a while. So he, I think definitely put a hard EH on them to show up. So we showed, I showed up for the workout. It's Wednesday. And I have the prop here. So it's 510 in the morning. I can confirm. He is. He, he did actually bring it. The famous Utter's Cow t-shirt, yes, <laughs> is here. So anyway, it's 510 in the morning. I'm angry about being up. So I just said, okay, pulling the first shirt out of the drawer. That was, I think that was on, t- on the top stack. I just pulled it out, threw some shorts on, out the door I went. Now, if I had known the impact of that shirt... Perhaps I might have considered wearing something else that day. But anyway, you know, hey, it is what it is. So I showed up, and I mean, the workout was hard. I mean, Drago was the cue. We had, I remember there were sandbags. I remember Serge was quite angry at me for picking up a bigger sandbag than uh, I think what he wanted. But, you know, made it through the workout and, you know, went to Namorama. And now J Love has now claimed credit for this. I don't remember him being the one to do it, but Amphibious, I know, shouted out Utters at least 10 times before I got coined with that name. And I know some of the other packs have heard this story, but I'm going to go ahead and share it with everyone now. 
Honestly, I did F3 for probably a good three to four months before I realized Amphibious did not have sole naming rights at workouts. <laughs> now, as Nancy was quick to point out to me, don't tell Amphibious that because he still thinks he does. But, <laughs> I mean, he was overruled at a workout. And I remember looking at someone and said, can you do that? And they said, yeah, can do that. <laughs> I think it was Kilowatt who uh, took great privilege in that. So, uh, so, yeah, that's how I ended up with the name Utters. Now, I do love Chick-fil-A, obviously, with the uh, Chick-fil-A T-shirt. But that is how I ended up with the... Uh, that's how I ended up with the name Otters. There you go. So, well, and, and that pretty much answered all the questions. I, I, there is one other question that I do have, and that is, did you splash Merlot? I did not splash Merlot. It was a it was a very hard workout. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I probably did think about splash Merlot, but no, I did, I did not splash during the workout. Good for you. <laughs> You're Thank a better you. man than some, <laughs> which would be me. Oh, all that's right. Okay. So, yeah, and and since you brought up explosion. Explosion, if you're listening, you, you now have to be on the podcast. It's now required that you be on the podcast. Explosion, I'm going to be as relentless on you to be on the podcast as you were on me to post, so just get ready. <laughs> All right, so let's talk now about life since F3. So, so you had this experience uh, from Explosion bringing you out and spending those two to three months realizing, <laughs> oh, other people can actually name. It's not just amphibious. So let's talk about the fitness piece since F3. So how was your... How has your fitness accelerated since coming to F3? So one of the coolest things I've found about F3, at least on the fitness pieces, I mean, I've had a group of guys that I've worked out with at work now for probably nine years. I mean, we do some great stuff down in the gym. But I think what F3 has exposed me to has been the fact that there are all these different types of workouts that you can do. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would have never considered rucking, for example, until – I started doing F3. I mean, I've really just kind of discovered rucking over the past year, but I mean, something else that I've picked up on Sundays too is wanting to ruck the dog. And I mean, now I don't have a true rucksack. I mean, I'm taking my uh, book bag and loading it up with stuff, but I mean, it has given me something where, you know, I've struggled with plantar fasciitis some during the summer. So it's given me a workout that I can do. While it's not running, it definitely is something, you know, I can do to, you know, kind of keep the fitness piece up. Yeah. Um, my running has definitely improved since F3, I think because of the fact that, you know, before I would just go out for a run, come back in, uh, check that box, you're done. F3 with these different running workouts we have, like Shake and Bake, Stampede, Cadet Shuffle. Um, I know I'm leaving probably one or two out. Soul Crusher. Soul Crusher, yes, sorry. (laughs) Thank you. And Soul Crusher, what is it, Northern? Northern Soul Crusher, LLC? NSCA, LLC, or whatever they call it. (laughs) Crazy. But anyway, I mean, like, what has, it's really positively impacted my running for the fact that, you know, I've never been, I mean, I focused on speed some when I did cross country workouts in high school, but I mean, now having it, you know, here as an adult, I mean, it has peeled minutes off my running time. I mean, I was able to do a half marathon in under two hours. I did 10K in under 50 minutes, and I totally credit F3 to that for mm-hmm. some of these different running workouts that we did. Yeah. Um, but I think just the variety. I mean, I've, I've read a lot of stuff on fitness as men get older, and it's important to have variety, and I think that's what F3 offers. I mean, if you look during the week, I mean, we have no running workouts to running workouts. I mean, we have boot camps. We have all this rucks. I mean, all this different things. So, I mean, there's literally almost something for everybody, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, too, the, the piece of what you brought up, the variety that's associated with it and the push that you get from the guys that you're with. Absolutely. Um, I mean, definitely is – there are so many times where I found that even going for a run, if I were to run by myself, my pace is probably much slower than if I go out with someone. And I think there's 
there's both a competitive piece to it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be able to keep up with this guy. But then also the internal competitive piece, which says, I need to push myself so that I can continue to, to try and accelerate as much as possible. Yeah, and I mean, something, um, I mean, I'm going to go back to what Cornhole said on one of his uh, on his podcast about being the six. You know, I can think of a number of times where I've gone out on Sunday morning and ran, and I know there are guys, I mean, I'll, I'll think of Linda as one example, who he could run at a much faster pace than what I'm running at. Mm-hmm. But he's running at that pace, I think, one, to keep you company, but then also, two, I mean, that's just what guys do. So, I mean, it's, you know, there's always guys that you'll find will go out and, you know, throw out a footloose pace or whatever else and they go do a run. But <laughs> And their know, names are only footloose. No, no, no. They're, I mean, we, yeah, I mean, he is the kind of the standard bearer. But, I mean, that's something that I've always kind of appreciated, too, is you go on these Sunday morning runs, there's always a guy you can find to run with and can run at the pace that you run at. So, yeah. Yeah. definitely means a lot. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk now about the, the fellowship piece. And, and we'll, I'll throw the additional caveat with this one, too. You would brought up before we began the podcast talking about the Natville Summer Challenge. Mm-hmm. So I'll keep that in mind with, for this question. But So how is your fellowship accelerated through F3? And included with that, the Natville Summer Challenge, how did that also help, um, I guess, not only the, the fitness piece, but then also the fellowship piece? Yeah, so going back to the Naval Summer Challenge, so I'm blanking on the name of it now, but I think we tried something like this a couple of years ago. Um, it wasn't during the summer, but um, you know we were, uh, you know, work with uh, Crawlspace and Snowflake as uh, you know the first F chairs uh, for F3 here in Natville. And I think it was just one of those wild ideas I got sometime during the spring. Says let's call it the Naval Summer Challenge. And then we're trying to think of a name for a trophy, which is, uh, for the people that have completed it, trust me, it is still being worked on. You know, I was thinking to myself, you know, I grew up Winston-Salem, you know, R.J. Reynolds sponsored the Winston Cup Racing Series. They had the Winston Cup. So I thought, hmm, what if we put cup in the title for the trophy? And then I was trying to think, okay, what PAX member has completed, has been to every workout? Mm. Well, I thought it might be a little much to name it after our Nantan Tommy Boy, the Tommy Boy Cup, which actually does have kind of a nice ring to it. But I thought, hmm, Bodet Cup. Because I know our Weasel Shaker has been to every workout. So <laughs> that's kind of where the name came up with. But, I mean, something that um, has always been important to me is, you know, I, I mean, I've gotten a chance to kind of go to some of the different workouts. I mean, not before the summer, I was not nearly as well-traveled as Tommy Boy or Bodet or some of our other packs. But I thought, man... I had the opportunity um, with a previous job uh, with my employer to go travel a bit, and I'd been to, I mean, I'd been to F3 in San Antonio, been to F3 in Dallas, been to F3 in Atlanta, Alpharetta, uh, Charleston, South Carolina, Wilmington, um, uh, where my wife's from, Gastonia, by the way, awesome group of packs down there. Uh, Actually, they kind of, to me, they kind of set the standard for, you know, how to treat FNGs and uh, even visiting packs, but... You know, I'd, got, I'd gotten to see a lot, but I was thinking, I've learned a lot going around to the different workouts. And I mean, not saying you can't learn a lot by being with the same group, but I always pick up new exercises or new ways to do things by moving around. And a lot of times I get to see people that I don't normally get to see otherwise, unless it's at a hump day happy hour or some other event. So that was kind of the creation behind it. And I mean, it seemed a little crazy at the time because we've got like around 35 workouts now yeah. in Natville. So you think about it and there's... I only know this because of a workout. Uh, we can talk about that more later. But there were 99 days this summer. So you had 99 days to complete 35 workouts. So, 
you're thinking, okay, well, that doesn't seem that bad. I mean, that's, you know, basically averaging about three a week. But when you factor in all the stuff that you have going on during the summer, trips, you know, vacation, mm-hmm. um, you know, for many of the packs who have kids that swim, you know, probably the last thing you're thinking about when you're getting home at 11 p.m. from a swim meet on Tuesday night is, yeah, I want to go post at 5.30 on, on Wednesday morning. <laughs> but it was just an awesome way. I mean, I went to Latham Grinder for the first time, Local mm-hmm. Honey for the first time. I went to... NSCA comma LLC for the first time. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a crazy run that was that day. Yeah. I mean, I think I spent as much time hurdling trees as I did actually running. But <laughs> you know, but I mean, it gives a chance to kind of expose you a bit to a lot of things that you don't normally get to see if you're just. I mean, when you go to your. I mean, I think it's fine to have your routine, but I think it's definitely. I mean, for at least for me, I'm not speaking for everyone, but I think for me, it was very impactful to kind of. Go work out some. Go work out with some different guys. Be exposed to some new ideas. So when I queue again, may have some new ideas to do that may not be the same as what I've done with uh, previous workouts. Gotcha. Yeah, and definitely, I think too to your point of visiting even different regions. Um, I'll give a shout out to F three Florence because I posted down there a year or two ago or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and and definitely, it's it's nice to be able just to kind of go out because it's not just it's not just the the Gold's Gym or the Planet Fitness where you're like, oh, I'm in a different state. I'll just go ahead and go to the gym, and it's almost identical. It's now there are very much similarities, but there are new guys that you get to be able to talk with and, and fellowship with in that respect. And definitely even the the Natville Summer Challenge, being able to, to talk with other guys, even here in Greensboro, that you may never talk with. Yeah, I mean, one of the things I mean with that Natville Summer Challenge, too, so we are up in Boone for a, a long weekend with my parents and my sister's family. My brother-in-law lives uh, just outside of Winston, never been to F3. Mm-hmm. So I was able to EH him to go. He got nicknamed VeggieTales, which is, I find, hilarious. That's awesome. <laughs> they didn't so, go right with, like, Larry the Cucumber? No, they just, they, just went straight, they just went straight to VeggieTales. He works in nice. the uh, produce business. But, I mean, I put him in touch with, I mean, I found out about Sour Mash through the podcast. So yeah. I put him in touch with Sour, Sour Mash. So mm-hmm. Sour Mash, I think, is eh him to come post over in uh, – over in Winston. So that was something kind of cool from that. But, yeah. I mean, even going to Dad's camp this summer, just from the fellowship piece, I mean, the chance to connect with, I mean, I, I had met Sully, I think, one time. But, you know, I, I got a chance to talk to him a lot. I mean, we, uh, with the way they had it set up, I think uh, my family shared um, whatever it's called down at Camp Seagull, uh, Bunkhouse, whatever, mm-hmm. with Sully, Refi, and Polo's family. And it was just, I mean, just an awesome time. I mean, with all the packs down there, Pocahontas, Bodette, um, Nancy, um, gosh, I'm leaving out a lot of people. But in any case, we, I mean, we had an absolute, uh, Paula Dean, I mean, had an absolute blast down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I mean, you know, it was, I knew we'd had a good time when my kids said, even before we left, can we come back next year? Nice. So, yeah, I mean, just a really, just a really cool weekend. And then having um, so many guys from other other regions that you get a chance to meet. I mean, it was just, uh, you know, just re- really, really impactful. Yeah. So, and one of the things that you had brought up before when we were talking was kind of the, the fellowship piece of being able to talk with guys who are kind of in the same life stage, being able to really open up with them and to them to share about what's going on with the wife, the kids, right? Life in general. Um, t- talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that's that to me is one of the things about F3 that has really, um, has really impacted me. I mean, Spurrier and I go way back. I mean, he, I mean, I'll talk about this a little more later, but I think one of the things that, I mean, 
just impacted me hugely was, I mean, this has been years ago, but I had, um, I was kind of between, you know, studies at church. I wasn't really doing anything. And he calls me one afternoon and says, hey, you need to come out and check out Miss Returning on Friday morning. I know it's early. I think that was one of the things that kind of prepared me for getting up for F3 because this thing started at the, you know, uncra- the crazy hour of 6 a.m. I mean, of course, Ooh. yeah, I know. At the time, it seems awful. But, you know, just, I mean, you know, getting out for something like that and, you know, being exposed to, um, you know, study, talking about, you know, you know, growing your faith, you know, being impactful around your family. Um, I mean, he and I both have a daughter the same age. His son's just a little older than mine. Um, but, I mean, that, I mean, it's kind of like one of the cool things with F3. Like, Nancy was, I mean, I knew him even before I did F3 because he was my daughter's first soccer coach. He's got kids kind of in the same age range as mine. Mm-hmm. Um, Polo's got uh, kids. He's got a son that's my daughter's age. I mean, and I, I could I could keep going, going down the list. Steubing, uh, his son and my son are friends. and um, So, I mean, there's a lot of guys, I mean, I can think of in F3, uh, I mean, even Dovetail, who I work with. It's got some the same age as mine, but I mean, and you short circuit. <laughs> so, but I mean, there are always. I mean, the packs is so large that you. I mean, you can find somebody who has kids around your age. I mean, a chance to discuss. I mean, what's going on with, you know, what sports are they playing? You know, what's going on with them school wise? You know, are there if you're having an issue, you know, stuff. I mean, a lot of things that you can talk about and have somebody there that's probably going through the same thing or if they've got kids slightly older who's probably gone through that. Yeah. So certainly um, certainly that's, I mean, been impactful for me. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, too, you know, being able to find guys that you can – I'll use the term – I'm going to coin this term uh, – shield lock for a season, right? Just, hey, I'm kind of going through this right now. Um, being able to kind of bring those guys in, shield lock with them, learn from them. And that's that's really impactful because then it's not just, you know, hey, how was the workout? Hey, let's go do service together, um, community community impact service. But it's now become this, hey, these are real issues that I'm going through. You know about them. You've gone through them. Let's let's shield doctor in this time and be able to discuss that. So I mean, I I can think about something right now. I mean, just to share with this. I mean, I think a few of the packs know about this. It's not something I've probably discussed a lot, but I mean. Um, February last year, I went through just a really rough time. I mean, to start 2018, lost my grandmother. Uh, brother-in-law was diagnosed with a rare form of cancer. And then a good friend of my wife and I uh, was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And there was basically, you know, essentially nothing they could do. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just from a life change standpoint, having all that hit at one time, um, you know, change jobs, move, uh, <laughs> daughter starts middle school and I mean I just kind of crumbled yeah and something that I mean something that still means a lot to me is I mean you know for a while there I just was not posting with any kind of regularity mm-hmm. but I I can I don't want to call anybody out by name but I mean there was a number of guys that you know text me call me said hey man missed you you know just want to let you know we're thinking about you mm-hmm. hope to see you to you know hope to see you soon and I think sometimes we, as men, can minimize sometimes the impact that we can have on others. But sometimes just taking that quick moment to call or text somebody can be just, I think sometimes you can't really put a measure on what the meaning of that is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think impact doesn't have to always be those big things, right? It's those small moments when 
you can have even this tiny little trickle butterfly effect, if you will, on a guy's life just, just through a simple phone call or text message. Yeah. That's great. All right, and let's let's kind of let's let's round it off now talking about the faith piece. So you'd already mentioned before that you'd grown up Southern Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. So you've already grown up with this sense of faith, this already um, inherited notion of something greater than yourself and wanting to see the impact within your family. How do you feel F3 has been able to help you accelerate in that respect, um, or, or has it? So one of the things that has really impressed me about F3 has been the heart a lot of our guys have for the community. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to start, I mean, I can think of uh, Butt Fumble. I mean, and his constant, it uh, seems like, posts about something going on with, like, say, community housing solutions. I haven't been able to go, but... I mean, seeing his level of commitment to that has really inspired me and other areas of my life to say, okay, where can I, what can I do to have, to do stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember uh, it was one Saturday this past spring, uh, Bird's Nest threw something out on Twitter that he had uh, tickets for the UNCG basketball game during the NIT. So my kids had something going on that morning, but uh, he, he said, you know, hey, stop by the work site and, you know, uh, you know, come by, pick him up. So went by there, and the uh, guy leading the work day, I think it was the Hope Academy, said, well, hey, can you stay for, you know, 15, 20 minutes and help us? And I was like, sure. So, I mean, you know, put the kids to work. And I think, you know, I mean, me and the kids kind of saw, wow, this has, a, this has a big impact. And then, I mean, I just did this this past Sunday for the second time, and short sorry you were there, but, I mean, just the heart Radiator has for Street Watch. Yeah. I mean, I think my son's probably not at the age yet where he really – sees the impact of that but I know my daughter is Mm -hmm. and I was able to bring my in with me this time and I mean just I don't know I mean it really it's hard to kind of measure just what it's like to be able to go out there and say wow here's a group here's a group of men and their families who are out here you know seeing a need and doing what they can to help Mm -hmm. fix it I mean it's just a it's kind of hard to describe the feeling that you have, but I mean, it really just, I mean, is impactful to the, I mean, just the world around you. But I think it's definitely given me, a, I mean, to some degree, a bigger heart for, you know, the world around me and seeing, okay, I mean, I've been blessed with a lot mm-hmm. more than I truly deserve. So what, what can I do to help improve the lives of others? Yeah. And something that I also noticed too, I mean, the guys uh, who have helped start Wakanda over at Dudley High School. Mm-hmm. So I think some packs have recognized the need saying, okay, we're growing and we've got workouts, you know, in a large part of Guilford County. And I mean, for me, just because I live in Summerfield, AKA Southern Virginia, for me, I would like to see F3 expand out in that area. But I mean, seeing that the heart the guys are wanting to have to expand it over to the east side of Greensboro has really impacted me as well, saying that, okay, we've been given a great gift. We need to share it with others. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and definitely, I, I think uh, Street Watch has been one of those, and you, you brought this up, something as simple as Street Watch um, has absolutely sort of, even in my life, sort of transformed the perspective. So even just seeing some of those impactful community efforts, whether it's Wakanda, whether it's Street Watch, whether it's Community Housing Solutions, kind of seeing that definitely helps, uh, definitely helps kickstart a, a sense of transformation and I think 
one of the things that you brought up, which was part of your story about helping out over at Hope Academy, was putting you in a position where when those moments come along, you say yes. Yeah. Right? And I think, too, I mean, you know, if... Um, I don't, I don't ever want to say I serve out of obligation. I know that probably does come up from time to time, but I feel like when, I don't know, for, to whom much is given, much is expected. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like to some degree, I, I don't want to say ever, you know, you ever want to have to serve out of obligation, but I mean, when you see that you've been blessed with a lot, sometimes it's, I, I think it's certainly a lot of spirit of wanting to give back and, and serve others. Mm-hmm. Um, at least has made an impact on me. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, Edders, thanks for sharing that. I mean, definitely, you know, you, you seem like even from your, your initial story, kind of life before F3, you weren't necessarily too much of a sad clown, per se. It's, it's not what I picked up on from your story anyway. But seeing how F3 has helped you um, kind of been the, the, what am I trying to say, the rocket fuel, right? It's helped mm-hmm. you accelerate in these respects, uh, not only in your fitness, but fellowship definitely impacting and then your, your faith as well kind of developing that heart um, for the community that's not just that's not just strictly based on a religious or church-based perspective but really is sort of a, an outward looking so with that do you have any closing thoughts for the packs i know i know you do oh <laughs> uh, let's see i guess closing thoughts for the packs here so you may have picked up on this earlier as Short Circuit and I were talking. Um, went to NC State, huge Wolfpack fan, and probably— Really? I would have never Yeah, yeah, I know. Sh- shocking. <laughs> but one of the biggest things that, I mean, probably, I mean, when I was a kid, made an impact on me was I can still remember it like it was yesterday. I was nine years old, watched NC State win the 1983 uh, National Championship in basketball. I mean, and listened to my dad all night try to tell me they're going to get crushed. So to watch them win was just— Huge. Well, fast forward 10 years later, I'm a sophomore at NC State. Jim Valvano has, you know, moved on, resigned, and he's dying of cancer. So, I mean, it's featured in the 30 for 30 on NC State Surviving Advance that you may have seen. And I can still remember it like it was yesterday. I mean, it's my sophomore year in college. I mean, you know, I'm struggling. And hearing him speak in front of the crowd that day, and him say his immortal words, don't give up, don't ever give up, just has had a huge impact on me. I mean, from a standpoint of, I think we look at life sometimes, I mean, we're going to have good times and we're going to have bad. I mean, sometimes life is going to, you know, kick us pretty hard. And I think sometimes it's, you know, it's easy sometimes to just say, okay, I'm going to quit, I'm going to give up. But just staying in the fight, keep pushing, don't giving up just means, I mean, it's, it's just a, I mean, still think of that, you know, every time I think of him, I think of those words. Mm-hmm. Um, as a believer, something I want to share, uh, this is a quote from Chuck Colson he shared years ago, but I think about this a lot. Just a lot of times, I mean, I mean, not to get into politics or anything, but I mean, we've got a lot of chaos and craziness um, in this world, but, you know, if you believe in Jesus, I think this will mean a lot to you. The hope that we have is not in who governs us. It's not in what laws are passed. It's not what great things we may do as a as a nation. Our hope's in the power of God working through the hearts of people. And that's where our hope is in this country. That's where our hope is in life. 
And when I think about the impact I've seen F3 have on myself, the impact I've seen it have on others, I think that's, I think about that impact. And then to close, I guess, you know, I think sometimes we can minimize, and I touched on this earlier, the, the minimize the impact we can have on others. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes literally taking the time to maybe text a guy, call a guy or whatever and say, hey, look, no, it sounds crazy. We've got this workout going on. Come try it out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and I think that can be used for good and I think that can be used for bad too. But I mean, never doubt, I think, sometimes the impact that you can have on others simply by taking that extra minute or two to call somebody or text them, invite them to F3 or an F3 event or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, Utters, definitely thank you very much for, for sharing those. I mean, those are those are great. And just to your point of remembering to take the time to even make that small impact for another guy can be huge. And I mean, I'm as guilty of that as anybody. I mean, it's something that, I mean, I think I need to keep in mind sometimes where, you know, you get told no, but I think sometimes, you know, taking the explosion approach, never quitting, never giving up, you know. There you go. You even said that. Don't yeah. ever give yeah. up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Stay, stay in the fight. Exactly. But I mean, I, I mean, I think that sometimes where it's uh, – I mean, I think about, you know, I'm, I appreciate him now, mm-hmm. not not taking no for an answer. Yeah. Yep. That's great. So if guys want to get in touch with you, what was what would be the best way to do that? So I'm on Twitter. I might have to uh, look up my Twitter handle because <laughs> I don't remember it. <laughs> well, we know <laughs> it starts with at. <laughs> yeah, it's at RP underscore uh, F3 utters. U-D-D-E-R-S. Yes, I'm going to actually pull it up here and show it to the shortest of circuits to verify that but uh i believe that is what it is but uh yes you can find me on twitter if you know anything about me i love to tweet on f3 stuff also anything positive that happens with the nc state Wolfpack, which you know sometimes it's few and far between <laughs> but um yes that's probably the best way to reach me at rp underscore f3 utters that's with d's not with t's but fun so <laughs> awesome all right, guys. Well, that, that closes out episode 25 for quarter of a century. Ah. So, uh, Butters, thanks, thanks very much for being on the podcast. Sure, sir. Thanks for having me. Really no enjoyed problem. it. All right, guys. Hope you've enjoyed listening. Stay sharp, and we will see you in the gloom. They want the beat to drop, but what we really need is you. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Yammer. If you're interested in sharing your F3 story, reach out to us at f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Again, that's f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at f3americanyammer. Until next time, stay sharp, and we'll see you in the group.